Hey guys, um, welcome to the Simple Scripture Podcast. Um, This podcast is for one main purpose, and that's to study the Bible in a simple but beneficial way. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to say Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a great time with family and friends, and that you get to eat enough, and just remember what this season is about, Jesus' birth, so that he could come and die in our place and forgive us of our sins. Hope y'all have a great Christmas. John chapter 1, verse 43. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee, and findeth Philip, and saith unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip saith unto him, Come and see. Jesus saith, or, I'm sorry, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him, and saith of him, Behold an Israelite, indeed in whom is no guile. Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and saith unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Alright, so this is going to finish up John chapter 1 for us in this podcast. I know I've been kind of Instead of doing every week, I'm doing every couple of weeks, but uh, I feel like I've bit off more than I could chew with this podcast, and I want to do it right, and I want to do it in the proper spirit, in the proper studying, and uh, yeah, and that's how we should do all things that we pursue. But jumping in, let's break break it down. So we talked about last week, you know, Jesus coming to uh, coming to John the Baptist. And what all happened there, we talked about that in the previous episodes. And Jesus being shown as the Lamb of God, spoken of John the Baptist. He points to Jesus and and we talked about how two disciples started following him. And uh, they stayed all night with him. And of the two that heard John speak, um, or the two that went to visit, was Andrew, and that's Simon Peter, and we know Peter as being the one who denied Christ, who got a lot of flack for that, but this was Andrew, and let's see, verse 41, and he first findeth his own brother Simon, and saith unto him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted to Christ. So the main part that's going on in all this is, everybody that had listened to John the Baptist um, preach and teach and talk about the coming of the Messiah and he is coming um, and then pointing at Jesus when he came and saying, this is who I've been talking about. This is who we've been waiting for. That's the guy. These guys believed 
and they followed him, and now they're starting to tell everybody else. And so that's where we get to in verse 43. You know, Philip was there, and so he uh, he followed Jesus, and he was of Bethsaida too. So Andrew and Peter and Philip were all from the same place. And Philip found Nathaniel and said unto him, We have found him. So everybody in this story had followed or they came and saw Jesus and they followed him and they started letting others know that, hey, this is the guy we're waiting for. This is the Messiah. Now, remember, these guys are Jews, so they already knew of a Messiah coming. They just didn't know or they didn't know when, where or how because they didn't put their faith in what the prophets had had spoken unto them. Um, coming up on the Christmas season, you know, you hear about the wise men that visited Jesus. The wise men were not Jews, but they were of Persia and they were, you know, of other cities and they didn't have any Jewish descent. But you think about when the Israelites went into captivity and uh, Daniel, who became a, you know, kind of a second man to the king and and kind of an advisor, you know, he would have told these stories and, and kept scripture alive in this, you know, Babylonian kingdom and even in, in Persia and, and, and those other cities. And that's when wise men took that scripture. They took those prophecies and studied them out. And they're like, okay, this king is going to be coming. And that's why they made it to Jesus's birthplace and they were able to get there on time and pay reverence to the new king of Israel because of what they had heard from Daniel and all these prophets that were with Israelites when they were in captivity. So I hope that makes sense. But these Jews did not know when Jesus was coming because they either took scripture out of context or they didn't fully believe or... And you'll see later on, you know, they were expecting the Messiah to come and put the crackdown on the on the Roman leadership. You know, he was coming with sword and trying to kill and, and take over and establish his kingdom. But they misinterpreted what kind of kingdom he was coming to build. And we'll get more into that later. But uh, verse 45, when Philip uh, found Nathaniel, he said, hey, we found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And that being important, the son of Joseph would show his kingly authority. And you can read in Matthew the, the line of Jesus all the way back up to David and to Abraham being a kingly authority. So he was coming to be established as king. And... Nathanael said unto him, Can there be any good thing come out of Nazareth? Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Now, we can understand that Nazareth was probably not seen as the favorite place to visit. You know, probably dirty, probably not clean. I don't know what the um, tension there was. But, I mean, you can understand, like, there's some places you don't like to go visit. You don't enjoy seeing, you know. Um, it's not the finer places. It's not the, you know, highest place to be, you know, visit or go to or lived in. 
And so that's probably what Nathaniel's thinking. He's just like, really? You know, this, the Messiah lived in Nazareth? Can any good thing come out of there? Um, which is, you know, is a prejudice. It is a prejudice to um, think that people that lived in lower society couldn't, you know, be great or be seen as that. But isn't that just of Jesus, you know, to be born in a manger, to be born in a stable, um, to be seen as, um, um, to be visited by shepherds, you know, because shepherds were seen as the lowest of the low in society at that day. Um, in Philippians, we are, uh, yeah, in Philippians, we can read that Jesus humbled himself and he brought himself low and took on the form of a servant. So wouldn't it be just of Jesus to go live in a place that nobody would think of as where a king should be living or a king should be um, seen as coming from? He was born in Bethlehem, which is in Judea, which is, you know, where David family would have been born from so that established his his kingly authority but he's just as much man as he is king and being uh living in a place of nazareth and so nathaniel's like man could any good thing come from from nazareth it's just of jesus to do something like that and live in a, a place that was seen as low because he wanted to see be seen and to let people know that he has come as a servant to serve us and to come die on a cross that he didn't deserve. So on from that, verse 47, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. That word guile is deceit. There is no deceit. Now I grew up thinking that Jesus was being kind of sarcastic. But the problem with that is I don't think there's anywhere else in the Bible where Jesus could be be seen as being sarcastic or rude. Um, he might have had the, you know, fun personality, but it, I, I don't think that is backed up by Scripture. So I do think that he saw Nathaniel as someone with no deceit in him, you know, um, no guile. Jesus had the power to see that, and why would why would he be sarcastic in at, at this point in time? Um, you know, Nathaniel. If if he was being sarcastic towards Nathaniel, I don't think Nathaniel would have been like, "Oh, let's follow him." Um, he, you know, pointed out my flaws. You know, when we see Jesus at the uh, with the lady at the well, you know, Jesus wasn't sarcastic with her. He very well pointed out her sins um, in their conversation and tried to get her to see things the way he he saw them because he is God, and that's the the full point of confession. You know, you get onto the same page with God when it comes to sin. I want to look at sin the way God sees sin. And no, I don't always do that because I'm a crummy human. Um, I suck at times. But that is true confession. So I don't see Jesus being sarcastic or 
or anything like that in the in the scripture. I I do believe he he saw Nathaniel as someone without deceit, someone who truly wanted to know God. And that gets us to verse 48. You know, Nathaniel's like, Whence knowest thou me? You know, how do you know me? Um how how are you so bold to make this statement of me being someone without deceit? And Jesus answered him, saying, You know, before Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Um, you ever thought of a, a prayer closet being somewhere alone? and trying to pray to God and, and just be in communion with him. If you've ever seen a fig tree, they're not like tall trees that we would think of here in America. They were low to the ground, almost like large bushes. Um, and you can kind of crawl under them and kind of be alone and kind of be seen, you know, be not seen from other people. So I kind of think that this was Nathaniel's prayer closet, if you will. You know, he was trying to find a place alone and quiet that he could talk to God and open his heart to God and, and, and see what God would have from, from him. And as soon as Jesus points this out, that he saw him, it's almost like Nathaniel was seeking some sort of communion with God and hoping to be in unity with God. And Jesus saw that. And when Nathaniel heard that, he said, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. And I think that's Nathaniel's acknowledgement clearly that if he was trying to seek communion with God under the fig tree, man, this is an answered prayer, you know. We can't clearly say that in, in Scripture of what he was doing under the fig tree. But I think if we're not taking Jesus as a sarcastic person and we're t taking him at his word that Nathaniel was not with deceit, you know, he was someone who had no guile in him, then we can assume that he was praying or trying to seek some communion with God under this fig tree. And in saying that, if you find somewhere else where I am wrong in Scripture, go ahead, let me know, or study it out for yourself. See what you think. But that brings us to verse 50. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Just because I saw you under the fig tree, you believe? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And man did he. Verse 51. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon man. And that ends the chapter right there. And you might be wondering, Man, what is, what is he talking about? Well, I'm going to make a reference back to Genesis 28. In verse... 10. So this is Jacob's dream. So we talk about Jacob's ladder. This is uh, his dream where he envisions the ladder. 28 verse 10 of Genesis. And Jacob went out of Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took stones of that place and put them down for his pillows. 
and he lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed and beheld, or and behold, a ladder set upon the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven, and behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And that's our reference back to John. Verse 13, And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed, and to thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee, and in thy seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Man. Jesus referred back to this dream because of what was about to happen. All the families of the earth, that's every tribe, every nation, every language, every person, Jew, Gentile, we were all about to be blessed because of what was about to happen. And I think that they may have saw this because ascending and descending upon the Son of Man is a direct reference to that verse back in Genesis. You know, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And it's a ladder which brings us to a perfect picture of what Jesus did. He connected heaven and earth we have a direct connection to God now because of what Jesus did. Jesus is that ladder now to where we can go to directly to God. And he fixed what was broken, the broken relationship. He fixed it. He mended it. So, in ending that chapter, I hope you can start to see where John is taking us, you know? he, John is leading us in this first chapter to de- establish that Jesus was here at the beginning. He was the Word, and light came from Him, and He was the light. John the Baptist bear witness of that light and showed that He was the Lamb of God. And that there was going to be people that followed him and talked about him. And that Jesus was going to be the ladder that connects us and blessed all the families of the earth. So I hope that helps you today. Um, I know this podcast is long. I don't know how to make it any shorter because I have to read scripture in its context. But I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you. Hey, don't go anywhere yet. I wanted to let you know that Simple Scripture Podcast now has a Twitter account. Um, I'm still learning how to use it, but um, every once in a while, I'm either going to share a little bit of what I've been reading, share some scripture, um, share some quotes that I find, maybe retweet something that I see that might be good for us um, and can help us as we study the Bible. But you can find me at Simple Scripture or at Simple Scripture. 
And at the end, instead of it E, I made it a three because that is the hipster thing to do. So simple scripture three instead of an E, if that makes sense. But I'm sure you can find me and I've got my name on there and a little bio information. But yeah, reach out, add me if you have a Twitter account. And if you don't have a Twitter account, I would make one. There's a lot of good uh, resources on there, a lot of good men to follow. Um, There's also a lot of not good stuff, (laughs) but that's how social media goes. But reach out to me and I'll add you back. And thank you.